Welcome to A for No, B for Yes, the Zelda theme podcast that's diving into Skyward Sword. In the last episode, we were set upon our task to complete the hero's song, and now we are out trying to find those pieces at the three areas that this game has to offer us. I'm Cameron Hagee, and with me as always are my co-hosts. I'm Ryan Fonzie, and I'm Liquid Soap. And I am Tony Giggles, the giggliest giggliinator in all of Giggly Town. It's pretty giggly. Mm. I've been to Giggly Town. <laughs> Man, who ain't been to Giggly Town? I've seen it. I've heard the giggles with my own ears. Did you run into Mayor Giggles? No, but I ran into a Groose update. Yo, we missed one last episode. Ready, ready, ready? Groose, Groose, Groose. Groose. Right, sounds even better on the new mic. There we go. Groosh, uh, groosh, so yeah, groosh. I, I realized after editing our last episode and, you know, doing the QC the QC listen, uh, that uh, we never talked about what happened to Groose at the end of that cutscene where Zelda basically dropped all the knowledge on us. He basically decides he's not going to go back to Skyloft. And he kind of drops that information on you right before you start this whole Song of the Hero adventure. Oh, yeah. Actually, I talked to him. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, hey, you know, like, I'm not going back. Let's stretch and call and know that I'm happy down here. Like, they'll they'll figure out a way to move on. He's like, someone's got to look after Granny. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of decides that down here is where he's going to try to make a new, uh, I mean, I guess it would be a new life for himself, trying to, like, clean up the area and, and kind of establish a surface. Um, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I think he even goes and points out this this area on the side of the temple where... There's like a hole in the ground, and he's like, look, I bet anything could grow here. The soil's fertile or whatever, and, you know, he just has a super hopeful moment and where he he makes this decision that he's going to be an agent of change here down on the surface. So, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I didn't want to miss it because he doesn't really reiterate that at all in the rest of the game. So, it's kind of a big Groose update that I missed, and I just wanted to kind of recover that. Our Groose knowledge has been refilled. (laughs) Right. And it's not like he's not going to be here for this episode, too. We have some more Groosh stuff on the way. But, um, yeah, I mean, last time we were we were on, we were talking to Levius about getting the pieces of the song from each of the dragons in each region. I know that for me, I, I recommended not going straight back to Faron Woods immediately, mainly because the first thing that will happen when you get there is you'll be fighting Toothy again. Yeah. And having just fought him. This would be the third time, and the third time is just enough to make it the most, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it crosses that line of this is mundane. Like, why do I keep fighting this guy? This is what we were talking about, everyone, at the beginning of this, where we were like, oh boy, we get to do the same thing so many times. This was it. Yeah. Do we want to actually cover Faron first, or do we want to go somewhere else first? Are you guys cool if we do Faron first? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. That's where I went first, so. That's where I went <laughs> first as well. All right, cool, cool, cool. So if you do go there first, prepare for the pain, because... Because you get there, and you hear toothy teething. <laughs> yeah, right, like, you just get down, and you're... I think you even you can get maybe to the Seal Temple, maybe not. But the second you're like, oh, I'm going to go find the dragon. It's like, no, you're not. You're going to go fight Toothy. You hear a big roar. The earth is shaking. Groose is like, get over here. We got to fight this guy again. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I guess. 
<laughs> you really don't want to, but if he's escaping, I mean, it's really our job. We gotta seal him back up, you know? Yeah. And he has a, a new gimmick this time. Like last time he had arms, this time he still has arms. And after you hit him once, he uh, starts doing something crazy, man. <laughs> he take, takes a page out of the Wright Brothers' books. <laughs> yeah, Wil- Wilbur and Orville. <laughs> we have to thank for this move. He grows a dark halo. It 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 looks like a the it's like the Dark Souls ring, right? Like it it's ridiculous. Just floats above his head, and then he starts levitating up in the middle of the whole sealed grounds. And um, it's really. I think the first time he does it, maybe first second. You can shoot him down with the Grusinator. Um, and then after that, Grusinator runs out of bombs. And well, he doesn't run out of them. Like, uh, like a wall collapses. Yeah. Something blocks you from getting to him. And it, yeah, it gets in the way. And he's like, You got to get up here. So we do. We run up to Grusinator. And he's like, I'm going to launch you right towards the spike. And he actually, it, you know, it, it, it works way better than it should. You get, you get launched right on top of uh, the imprisoned and you just run up and smash the spike down while he's still in midair. Yeah, it was a pretty good action scene. Get to get to seal him again. One thing that I kind of noticed about the seals as you go, like the first time you fight him and you have to reseal it, you have to draw a single triangle, I'm pretty sure. And then the second time you fight him, you basically draw two triangles that are kind of like hourglass together a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the third time you fight him, you basically draw three triangles that are slightly overlapped. Each one is like a different Triforce stage, you know? Not to say which one's which, but... The strongest one you you draw is is an actual three triangles. I thought that was kind of cool. That is super cool. That is yeah. But then you find out that the way to the rest of Elden is shut, and that something crazy's been going on. And Cam, I don't know if you want to take it from there. You mean the rest of Faron? Yeah, that's what I meant. What did I say? You said Elden. No, <laughs> <laughs> not that Faron. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we we go over. See how do how do we actually get into the the part that it's all happening at? Well, Groose launches us. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Groose launches us into the rest of Faron, and when we see it, it's it's a little like what? Because uh, everything up to a good chunk of the tree is uh, is just flooded. Everything is just all underwater. And who knows how or why? But everything still seems alive for the moment. So it just it just, just happened. There's some lily pads floating around. There's some guys on the lily pads, some stuff going around. So we started swimming. And I took uh, Ryan's advice and got... I couldn't get two upgraded water breathing potions, but I got one and then another just regular one because I, I didn't have all the bugs I needed for uh, the second one. Ah. And I wasn't about to go chase down some mantises. <laughs> I already had to chase down yeah. a beetle. One of the things that, that helped me was doing that, that whole stretch side quest where you had to go get beetle's beetle. Because I went and did Stritch's challenges first, I just, I had everything I needed for two potions. Oh, do you get to keep all the bugs you catch during the tests or the things he does? You do. Oh. So that's something. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's probably the easiest way to get bugs is to go there and even, I, I don't even know if all the bugs are there until you sign up for a challenge, but you can pretty much just go through and catch everything you see if you really want. I don't think they are until you actually start it. Yeah. But it's um, it's a good way to grind bugs if that's what you need to hmm. keep it in mind. Because like every every bug in the game is represented on that island. Yeah, there's at least two of everything. Yeah. All right, so here we are, swimming, no boat, 
just as big of an ocean, it felt like, and uh, as the sand place when we were going through that. And we see one thing that kind of sticks out more than everything else, and that's uh, a bigger than average one of the little guys from the forest uh, on top of a lily pad. And so if we head over to uh, Abucha over here, our friend, he's going to tell us that water just came spouting out the bottom of the tree out of nowhere and everything just flooded and what's going on? Oh my gosh, uh, go to the tree, basically, is what he tells you. Uh, and so yeah. the way to get into the tree, though, isn't quite as simple as it seems. We, we end up having to swim all the way down to the base and then in through a pretty complex uh, series of, well, not series, but just one long stretching tunnel. That I didn't realize until later on, if you spin into that and hit it, you actually, like, you get hit and lose extra oxygen and stuff. Because I hadn't actually hit the outsides yet. Oh. Yeah. So that was an interesting find. Gotcha. I know when you spin, it takes up oxygen, but I didn't know if you crash, it also takes up oxygen. Yeah, you bonk. You bonk, you get knocked back, you stop, and I think you lose a little bit of oxygen on top of that. Yikes. Yeah, so don't do that. (laughs) Be sure you got a straight pad before you spin in. And we get up to uh, the middle of the tree, or as far up as we can go, and the water ends, and we climb up. And as soon as we do, we walk We walk over to this little area that's got, like, a little outcropping to the right that's sticking up. Kitty. <laughs> There's a cat on this guy. There's, there's a cat on my lap. That's Our first guest. Stuff. Yeah, first guest. Can we get him around? Nope, we can't. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> the water dragon pops out to water, and... Starts accusing us like, "Who's swimming around in my water? Like this, this is this can't be that. This can't be happening. Like I'm about to smite somebody, and <laughs> come around my waters. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> accusing us. And then she's like, "Well, let me get a good look at you. Oh, oh, it's you. It's the guy. Okay, yeah. No, you look a little stronger. <laughs> it's right. that guy. Yeah, you know the one human I've met in how long? Probably right. Pretty much. Yeah, it's been it's been ages." <laughs> And uh, so she guesses immediately what we're here for, which is the hero song. But then she says, you know, it would just be too easy if I if I just gave it to you. I can't just give it to every hero that, that comes asking swimming around in my waters. I mean, I, yeah. I gave you the Triforce flame before, but this is totally different. This song, a whole nother level, let me tell you. In true, in true Faron fashion, she just needs us to prove ourselves again. Like, this one feels kind of insulting, to be honest. Like, you gave us the flame that represents one part of the three parts of the almighty force that can change the entire, like, fate of the world. But we want this one-third of a song that only the hero could use, even if a bad guy got it. But no, we need to do something else. Like, come on, come on. At least give me a better reason to go find these fish. Like, my vocal cords, they've been <laughs> stricken, and they've turned into fish, and now you must get them. Like, I would believe that. That would be better. My, my vocal cords have been stricken into tad tones. Ah. <laughs> it's a curse. Yeah. Kirahim could have done it. I don't know. Honestly, I was like, you so nonchalantly and trustingly just entrusted this water basin to me. I thought we were chill. I thought we were friends. <laughs> like, you know, we'd like pop back with some like popcorn or whatever snacks they eat there. And I was like, you know, we're going to be chill. We're going to hang out with all the little octopuses. I forgot their names. The Pereas. <laughs> the, you know, my chill friends I met along the journey besides Gorko. And she's like, nah, you're not good enough. You ain't not friend. Prove yourself. And you know, again. I totally forgot. <laughs> you didn't bring back that basin. 
Yeah, I was just about to say, I totally forgot about the bass, and we didn't bring it back. This is probably punishment. She's like, yeah, I could just tell you the song, but why don't you just go and swim around for these fish anyways? Grabber may have behind the scenes, while we were in the temple, brought it back to her, you know? But he broke it, so he fixed it, and then he brought it back, or he brought it back in pieces? He just dropped it. The thing's probably indestructible, to be honest. Oh, okay. I was misremembering. I thought he dropped it and actually broke it. No. No, he, he chucked it at the thing, it made a big crash, and then it fell down into an abyss. And I was like, Pang. Okay, okay. Yeah, so what are you doing, Water Dragon? Yeah! <laughs> Come on, we should be tight. Do you want the world to be saved? Right? Like, is this? I thought we were all on the same page. There's, there's no time Can limit. you there's imagine? Like giant death monsters trying to break out, you know, right over there in your backyard. Can you imagine, though, like... She's like, oh, yeah, you got to go swim and find my my vocal cord tad tones in the water. And, like, imagine if Link actually drowned. And Hylia's like, so, uh, Water Dragon, uh, what happened to the, what happened to the chosen hero? <laughs> well, um, I kind of thought one more test with the song of the hero would, uh, make him more courageous. <laughs> but he kind of drowned doing it. Water Dragon. You had one job. <laughs> you killed him. <laughs> you should have just taught it to him before. Why didn't you? It just slipped your mind, huh? Did he did he clear the ancient cistern? Uh yeah. Okay. So like why? <laughs> like why did you test him again? Did did he go back through again to see you later? Yeah. Like, I don't I'm confused. Help me out here, Water Dragon. He came, he came back with the with the full master sword, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you you know what's required for that, right? But yeah. you know, you wanted to have him swim a little bit. <laughs> Understand this point we're trying to make. To Eldon, I'm going to make another point and oh, we'll get there when we get there. I I trust you. These dragons. These dragons. So yeah, we got to go find these tad tones. Uh, they're little tadpoles, different color, and they, they, they kind of look like little music notes. Some of them, and you go and you swim into them, and you pick them up, and you got to mix them to their match them to the notes you have, and the colors are like you can see how many you need for the string, and yeah, it wasn't too hard. You know what surprised me? Because I got you know I played this game back in 2011. You know, um, I forgot how many of them there were. I was like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, there were a lot. This is the part where I got to go find some tadpoles, whatever. I remember swimming through them. No big deal. She's like, oh, yeah, go find these for me real quick. Here, I'll give you a, uh, I'll give you some sheet music so you know which ones you need. And it was like 32 measures. And I was like, dude, can we not? <laughs> like, why are you giving me a whole opus over here? Like, I just, come on. Come on. Yep. It's just a lot. It is a lot. It was an overwhelming graphic to look at when she threw it up on the screen all empty like that i'm just gonna throw some numbers out there and be like i got like 60 percent through and i was totally fine just breezing catching them like as i went and then from 60 to 80 it was a crawl and then i went up and talked to bucha who then <laughs> teaches you how to like look for them with your sword so i found our uh douse yes the best ability in the game sorry how could i forget the best ability in the game 10 out of 10 yeah with douse again yeah, I mean, but 7 out of 10, because there's a little too much water here, but, you know, conflicting, I guess we could settle, like, an 8.5. I'm good with an 8.5. Yeah, perfect. IGN agrees. <laughs> <laughs>
And uh, it's got a little something for everyone. We 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 doused for it. I could find the last three. I remembered where they were. I went from one to one. I got or from one to the next, and I got them and finished it up. Got the song, and then we skedaddle out of there. Yeah, I mean, and the, and the potion makes this kind of trivial, right? Yeah, like if you if you don't have the water potion upgraded, like like just to be to be clear for our li- like it, this is why you want it, right? Like if you get a potion, it gives you three minutes where your stamina wheel goes, or your you know in this case it's your oxygen wheel, but it works just like the stamina wheel. It goes down slower. If you get it upgraded, you get three minutes where your oxygen level will not go down, no matter what happens. So. Whereas if you go in without a potion, this kind of feels like a Sonic the Hedgehog underwater level where you have to like catch every bubble you True. see, do that kind of thing. Instead, it becomes straight up. I mean, it's not quite like Majora's Mask swimming, but you know, it's you just do whatever you want. You go down there, like you can just swim through purple bubbles, no problem. Like your your oxygen wheel gets lit up like a Christmas tree. Yep, <laughs> and you can just you can just do what you want for three minutes. So. I got most of them that way on my first dive. This level, I honestly feel like it was one of my favorite landscapes in the game. And the reason why I say that is, did you guys, I don't know about Cameron, but Fonz, do you remember Dire Dire Docks from Super Mario 64? Mm. Like water level where you like dive down. It was like that relaxing, calming music. Was it all weirdly green for some reason? Kinda. It was like a tealish sea green, yeah. And there was like just a deep sinkhole with like a pirate ship at the bottom. Yeah, and you like swim around collecting the co- like the red coins and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the vibe I got from this Zelda level, and I secretly loved it. Like it was just such a weird change in scenery. I mean, yeah, we had like a water part before, but it wasn't anything crazy. There's not really that many enemies. This was like a whole previous place just flooded that was like i think the biggest change in scenery we've had in the game everything else has been pretty straightforward like land 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 pirate ship boating kind of cool and they're just like let's flood everything yeah it worked (laughs) you know it's really cool to make like the scene change it's funny that the the driving parts of it were like you know, there was monsters all over the <laughs> forest, and Farron eventually was just fed up with that. And you're like, nah, no more of this. And she just floods the place. <laughs> and then after you're done with collecting the Tadtones, she drains it back out. But there's still way less enemies <laughs> in the forest after that. Like, if you walk around, it's actually pretty peaceful now, um, which is kind of a cool thing. I think thing. it went back to, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it went back to the beginning of the game, the way it was. Oh, where it's just like low level, like Bacoblins. Yeah, yeah, instead of like the high level populated enemies. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. One other thing I wanted to mention about this place. Uh, now that now that we've done this, the song of the hero part, we can actually complete another uh, side quest as well. I mean, I think you can actually do it right in the middle of of this part of the song of the hero if you really wanted to. <laughs> but the uh, the professor Owlin back at Skyloft at this point in the game will start. He'll have a little side quest bubble where, you know, he's in his office and he's just thinking about stuff. And he's like, you know, I think I've researched every plant that there is on all of Skyloft and just in the great sky. He's like, I really feel like my my research has come to a, a pretty strong stopping point. And I just I wish I, there was something else to to look at. And he's like, well, you, you keep going down to the surface. Like, maybe there's something there. 
maybe you can find me some strange new plant to start looking into. And um, immediate fees like, yeah, I know the guy. And <laughs> it's kind of like uh, the plow needed. It's kind of like the, yeah, the plow needed quest where, you know, we brought up a, a magma for Kina. Um, but in this, in this case, we're bringing back a Kikui for Professor Owlin. And it is, it is Machi. So we come down and we can douse for Machi, go find him. And he's looking for, uh, you know, he's like, you know, like the Pharon did clear out this area of monsters and it's pretty peaceful, but I, I really just feel like I need somewhere even safer, like somewhere where things are just peaceful all the time. And, um, and you're like, yo, I know, I know a spot. You you Got might you. you you might be somebody's guinea pig, but I mean, hey, <laughs> you know it's a it's a trade off. So you you bring him back up to Skyloft, and you bring him to Professor Allen, who's immediately like, "Is this even a plant, or is this an animal? Like, what is this thing? I I definitely need to research this guy and just check him out forever." <laughs> and so now they're the best of friends and roommates, <laughs> and uh, you can get some gratitude crystals. Aw, so. Yeah, now Ma- Machi's actually kind of uncomfortable with the whole arrangement, but yeah. <laughs> it works out, I guess. It's funny. He's like, I'm he safe, safe. I think. Wanted. Yeah, the dude immediately pokes his his plant tail thing, and, and Machi's like, please don't touch me there. <laughs> like, all right, okay. So, you know, they have, some, they have some learning about boundaries and stuff to go through, but they'll figure it out. They got this. Cool, cool. So, uh, yeah. After we get done with Faron, uh, we can head to Elden, right? Yeah, that'd be the next one. one. I'm not gonna lie, I tried to go to Lineru at some point in the middle of all this, and they actually forced you to do it last. And they they were like, "Nah, I didn't know that." Yeah, a couple times they were like, "No, we're not doing this." I'm like, "Okay, (laughs) sounds good." So yeah, Elden. Is and you fly through to Elden, and everything's like normal as you start flying down. It's like, oh yeah, and then all of a sudden. There's this like strong ash wind that just blows Link away, and it's like, whoa, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden, you wake up in a jail cell. You're like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Like, huh? <laughs> like, so confusing. I actually, yep. I'm not gonna lie. So, when I first did this whole entire part, I don't know if I hated it the first time I played this game back in like 2011 or what, but I remembered both. Elden, or sorry, not Elden. I, I just did the thing you did earlier. I remembered Pharaon and I remembered Lineru. I didn't remember anything about this. The geography of the of the layout of the place. That was it. I had not remembered any of it. It slipped my mind. Don't remember doing any of this. I don't know why. I think I might might have hated it back then. I didn't particularly me too, man. like it now. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me just get into it though. You're in jail, walk around a little bit, and all of a sudden. Magma will pop out of the ground, and it is none other than Platts. And Platts basically comes out of the ground, and he's like, "Hey, what are you doing over here? You know, I'm here to save the day, you know." <laughs> and then like he's like, "Hey, there's some bad guys over there up on the mountain, you know. It's crazy over here. The volcano went. <laughs> you know what's going on, man? I don't know what's going on, but hey, you know, you look like you're stuck in here, so." How about I give you these magmits I found? You know, there's some treasure, and he—I don't think he knew that. Uh, oh yeah, he does. Think, I think he tells us about our stuff. So we have an escape route. He does. Oh, and I want to say this is the almost obligatory trapped in prison for just a few minutes uh, in a Zelda game moment. Yeah, a lot of Zelda games have you in a prison cell for a very brief period of time. Yeah, it's actually Baker. our obligatory stealth mission as well. Yeah, 
We haven't actually come up to one of those yet. So We had our escort, and now we have this. <laughs> this gem. Whatever this is. Yeah. No, I, I think it's funny, because Platts tells you about your, your treasure to the point where he tells you where your first four or five items are and what they are. Oh. And, I, and I'm like, yo, Platts, if you know what's in the chests, why don't you go get them and bring them back to me? <laughs> like, what are... Right. What you already happening? got one of them. So I wanted to bring something up, and then I know Cameron's going to piggyback off of me of what I say, because not only does Platts help us, right, in the cell, I'm like, you know what? Thank you, Platts. Thank you. That is all, though. That's all I need from you. You got me what I needed. I'll be on my way to kill all the Bob Coblins, and uh, yeah, peace. No, he doesn't, he doesn't stop there. You go outside and you start walking around a little bit. Then he pops back out of the ground. He's like, hey, what are you doing over here? You're not supposed to be walking around. There's bacoblins everywhere. You can get put back in the cell, man. What you doing? And it's like, <laughs> hold on. Stop having a fee moment, okay? I, I'm, I'm going to go do my thing. Chill out. I got this. I'm Link or Lunker or D-Lunker, whatever you named your guy. And we're going to go do something. Then he shows you the map and everything after that. Again, I'm like... He's having a fee moment, and I know Cameron, and probably Fonz, you guys are going to piggyback off of that with fee, because, uh, well, you don't have a Master Sword, right? Yeah. You don't. At, at the point where we finally get the Master Sword back, when, when me and Anthony were playing together, I picked it up, and the second you pick it up and like put it away, fee comes out, and I was just like, <laughs> oh, I just realized that there's been kind of a hidden blessing the entire time I've been playing this level, and Anthony's like, what? I said, we didn't have fee. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this, is, this is what this feels like. Oh, yeah. I was like, my battery uh, level was really low, and I didn't have that stupid, because, uh, you know, the Wii remotes have batteries, people. We're not playing on the Switch version here, what Cameron is. And <laughs> when your battery's low, she dings you every second, like, ding, 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 ding. Until you press the down arrow, and then she goes, hey, I just wanted to let you know, okay? that your battery is low so you know you better put in some batteries because we don't want you like you know dying from anything because your battery is low okay even though i pause the screen when your battery runs out because you know i, I don't want you dying <laughs> so i gotta let you know i'm like fee just just please let me let me play the game yeah <laughs> yeah when i when i finish this game this is like total side note has nothing to do with what we're doing but um because you know we've already some of us have already beaten this game at this point um my time on the play clock was like 41 hours. And I know that that's, you know, because I'm walking around looking at stuff on extra. Like I'm I'm going down talking to Groose times that I really don't need to go talk to Groose. You know, it's just my, my playthrough was a little bit different than normal. But in that time, I think I had to change my batteries maybe like three or four times. So, like, you know, yeah, once yeah, it wasn't bad. 10 hours of gameplay, like that's not too bad. But um, it always comes across kind of weird. Definitely breaks immersion when Fee's like, Hey, uh, so your Wiimote there, uh, getting kind of low. All right, Fee. <laughs> 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 All right. It's just funny. Your Wiimote is the sword handle in a way. Like, that's kind of the, the analog, right? <laughs> Fee so, should pop up and be like, I'm dying. I think even if you have the volume up on your Wiimote, it actually makes noises from the speaker on that, too. Yeah. He has the thing. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Not anyway, back to the game. <laughs> yeah. So I don't remember, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember the exact like pathings and different ways you could be stealthy, but I do want to say just have fun with this part. 
you get your items back and you don't have your sword, so you can get creative with how you want to dispose of the Bacoblins. I know I did get the Gust Bellows first, which was useless. Junk. Did not. I mean, yeah. it cleared paths, but useless. Then you get the Claw Shots. You can't actually dispose of the Bacoblins until later. I mean, except for the bomb ones. Yeah, true. You, you, they, they don't give you any item that'll actually kill them until you get your sword back. True. They do give you bombs that you don't get your actual bomb bag back, but you can pick up bombs like across the the way and like kill them that way. But until you get your yeah, bomb bag back, or your adventure pouch or whatever. Did um, either they, of you guys get caught? I got caught at least once. Very beginning. And what? Yeah, no, not very beginning. I, uh... I got this my slingshot back, which I had upgraded to like scatter shot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um so I'm going through this little maze area trying to figure out where I'm supposed to go next. And it's like it's just like they like the Bacoblins put up some fences, so there's places you couldn't go and I had to figure out where I was supposed to go next. And I went to go shoot this Bacoblin and he was standing facing away from me, so I'm like, Oh, this is perfect. I shoot and every shot on the scatter shot goes around the Bacoblin <laughs> and he turns around and caught me. And I'm like, Are you <laughs> kidding me right now? Oh no. And that's and that's how I got caught. <laughs> it was rough. Also, it's like third person shooter, so I may have clipped a corner of a wall in front of me or something like that too. It's just it was bad. But um, but yeah, that was the one time they launch a catapult at you. They oh, do. I I didn't actually get caught, so I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, there's some bacoblins up on a hill that have a big old catapult with a giant rock, and they just chuck it, and like Link looks up and screams, and gets he can't dodge it. Giant yeah. <laughs> And then it doesn't even take you back to the jail cell. It just takes you back to the beginning of whatever section you were in. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering if it would take you back to a cell. Nope. If it was Wind Waker, it would have. Or Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yep. Yep. It's it's not fun, but let's see here. What did I do next? I think after the claw shots, isn't it the slingshot? It's the, isn't is it, it the whip? Oh, yeah, it's the whip, because then you need to whip the bridge lever yeah. down to get across the bridge uh, towards the middle of the map. Yeah, you're right. Then you get the slingshot. Yeah, then you get the slingshot. Then you get to ride down some lava. You get to do lava surfing on the platforms to get down to the very bottom level to blow up the watchtower. Yeah. That was a fun part. Oh, bro. And then I think the final part was the part where you have to go through the top of the map where the i think it was the fire temple the first temple was and the bacoblins have set up camp there which you could take this route very stealthily and try to play the game like metal gear solid or you can just stun everybody and blow them up yeah if you get this that's where i got caught with the slingshot was up in that area mm-hmm. yeah i remember i circled around because there was this little like elevated platform that had a goddess cube and uh, a side quest item up there that i'll talk about after we're done with this area okay but I remember going up an air geyser being like, where am I supposed to go? And running around in circles here a while because I didn't realize that there was actually another path elsewhere. I think you get the bomb bag over here, right? Yeah, you get the whole adventure pouch. Oh. Yeah, it refills all your like li- potions and all that other junk. Your shield, bomb bag. Are you sure? Yeah. No, that's at the summit. That's at the end. Oh, was it? Where, well, then you, you just get that, then you yeah. just get the bomb bag. Yeah, I thought it was the whole adventure pouch that you got there. But no, because I remember you get you get all these key items, and then when you finally get to the summit, you you get like, your you get this you get your sword back. Spoiler, 
And then um, there's just a treasure chest oh. that has <gasps> right, like, right, right. The because there's <laughs> yeah, there's a treasure chest at the top. All right, so yeah, once you get past this pirate, you get to the summit and you walk in, and it's like oh, little homage to the sword and the stone. <laughs> Pull the master sword out. I love pulling the master sword out. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. So I got I got lost. That time when I got caught is because I was kind of lost. And I think it's because I, I got the bomb bag and didn't think to myself, where have I seen a spot that I need to bomb? And so I was running around like, there's got to be a door to go to the next section or something. I didn't put two and two together that I could open up the geyser to get to the top of everything. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what you're supposed to do with the bomb bag. You go back down yeah. and like you open up the geyser and the geyser will shoot you back up. And then you can get to the summit where you finish. So I got lost at the finish line is what I'm saying. <laughs> and that was... Not, not a great moment, but we figured no, it out eventually. No. Um, so from here, basically, yeah, you. I think there's like a little spot you can kill a bunch more bacoblins, and there's I forgot what that middle area was for. There's just like a middle area that you kill a bunch of bacoblins. I think it's like maybe a heart container or something pops up. Don't really remember. Yeah, I don't know. After, after no, I think that sword, is the is that the adventure it, yeah, pouch? Yeah, that's the that's that's the rest of your stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's the adventure okay. Pouch and any other items you were missing. Yeah, I forgot that part after the sword. I didn't remember where you got your adventure pouch back. I just knew it was somewhere. So yeah, yeah, they try to make it really exciting to get your sword back because you know before that you couldn't take anybody out. You had to play stealth, and once you get your sword, you're like, all right, I don't got to play stealth no more. And then immediately they're like, well, here's like, you know, eight bacoblins all in a all in a circle down here. Just trying to get the rest of your stuff. Why don't you jump down and wipe them out? And it is. It's fun. It's exciting. I'm like, yeah, that's what we do with this. Sounds good. Got us tornado. Yeah, yeah. I had to do it. You get, you get your revenge <laughs> for all the trouble from Elden. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we, we get to go now through the other side of the summit, which we couldn't access before. Uh, because the volcano exploded, there is now platforms that are moving across this lava, and we uh, we slash the ropes, knock down the drawbridge, and right away we meet the dragon of Elden, Elden. <laughs> and now this is I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to the point that I made with the water dragon who is being uh, a little bit of a stingy friend because. This guy, you come up and talk to him, he's like, wow, a human. I haven't seen one of you in a, a long time. And then he's like, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm sorry that uh, I kind of made the volcano explode. You know, I'm uh, not feeling well. And, well, it was caused by my power. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just really sorry about that uh, you appear to be the chosen hero so i'm just gonna give you the song here, here it is by the way <laughs> all right man peace you know chill out man ha have fun killing evil and stuff peace and like that was the interaction basically it was like the sh most short-lived yeah. like meeting with a dragon like he's just like oh you know sorry that i blew smoke in your eyes here's the song <laughs> we didn't have to do anything yeah. once we met him this is this is the most short-lived interaction with any of the dragons that we get. And the dude is just all business. He just comes out and he's like, oh, yeah, sorry about the eruption. Uh, here's your song. Uh, have a good one, man. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> I guess. I just fought through a whole Bacoblin encampment that came up in the ashes for some reason. 
Man, he's got to get back for his Uber Dragon Eats that's about to get here. <laughs> he's like, I, gotta, <laughs> I got some minestrone on the way, man. I'm <laughs> five minutes out. It's about to pull up. I got to go get that. Y'all have a good one. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much, you know, that's how that wraps up. I Honestly, he's my favorite king. Er, king. My favorite dragon. I'm acting over here like he's royalty. I mean, he might be. Who knows, you know? But well, Let me tell you about this king over here. This is the dragon's royal family. No, so the dragon, is he's my favorite dragon. But I do, I do love and appreciate the next dragon that we meet, even though... Yeah, Fonz is going to get into it, but... Yeah, so this is a... Well, before before we go to uh, Lenaru, there's one other side quest that I'll just cover real quick. I know these side quests aren't getting all the love the other ones have gotten, but uh, we got other stuff to talk about right now. So <laughs> so back up in Skyloft again, now that we've cleared this out, uh, you actually can't finish this during the, the, the trial that we just ran. In the middle of the stealth mission, nothing will work. Um, you, you need fee for this because it's another scrapper and fee adventure hmm. but yeah you, if you go up to skyloft you can talk to the fortune teller who unfortunately has broken their crystal ball like they dropped it and it shattered or something like that it's kind of hard to shatter a crystal ball if i got that right i mean a big solid ball of glass is you know it's usually pretty tough if you find one of those um at most you'll like chip it but usually shattering it's not really a thing but anyway uh, so fortune teller has shattered their crystal ball and they need a new one so they can tell the fortunes again. Obviously you can't, you know, get a real unclear picture. If you look into a broken one, mm-hmm. why doesn't she just so, get good and not use a fortune ball? You know, just use your third eye. Just like, get an eye pad. Don't you have tarot cards or something? <laughs> like why? You don't have a backup. Uh, so- what kind of business is this? You don't have a backup. <laughs> you don't have a backup. Who taught you how to be a fortune teller anyway? So, so Fee's like, hey, it looks like that that ball is probably one in a set. It came from a pair. I'm like, how would you even know that? Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the dowsing to uh to find this again. And you're like, all right, cool. So if you go back to to Elden, it's actually at the entrance to the Earth Temple. Uh, this is where I was talking about the geyser. You can stick a little geyser up, and there's a goddess cube up there on the platform. Mm-hmm. And then from that platform, I think there's actually a claw shot spot that you can hit, and um, it'll take you over to where there is another crystal ball just chilling on like a little pedestal. And it is, there's another pedestal on the other side that's missing its crystal ball. So I don't know how this fortune teller got the first one, but you go and you grab the second one too, grab that backup that was left on the surface. So, um, yeah, I take it back and you know, they're super happy. They can, they can read the future again and they, uh, give you some gratitude. And that's actually the last bit of gratitude crystals, other than the ones that are like scattered about, on, on Skyloft and the other islands, because uh, there are some of those as well. But other than that, all of the mission ones we have now covered. So when we get to it next episode, we can talk about Betro and what happens with that guy, which will be cool. He'll be a, he'll be a part of our finale. It'll be great. Hey, yeah. Uh, so that brings us to Lanayru. If you come down to Lanayru Canyon before you've done the other two areas. Uh, Golo will still be in his cave with his pickaxe and still be wondering about the dragons. He might even comment on the fact that you're looking for them. Um, he's like, oh man, you're like on a tra- mission to meet the dragons or whatever. That's super cool. Yeah, I'm still trying to get through here. It's like, all right, Golo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
you come that back this time and he'll actually have already cleared out the path. Uh, he'll, you know, he, he made a path that's too small for him to get through, but it's a crawl path. So Link can get through it. And so you do, you know, you, you literally just go back to where Gola was and you can crawl through the path. Uh, you head outside and we get the last area of, uh, Lanayru, the Lanayru Sansi that we have yet to be at. It's called the Lanayru Canyon. Gord. Uh, well, is it the gorge? Oh, all right. My notes say canyon <laughs> because, um, you know. Whatever. Well, to be fair, there is a part of it that is kind of like a canyon. Uh, yeah. I mean, the part that I'm I'm talking about here is kind of like that. Yeah. But we, but we walk out into this this grand escarpment here. <laughs> we walk out, and the first thing that you might notice is that there's a big circle of metal on the ground that looks like it's supposed to hold something. But just past that, in front of us, is uh, a set of dragon bones. Oof. And then, like, your heart just sinks. Yeah, right? You're kind of like, oh, man, I was too late, though. Lenayru, <laughs> what happened? But you might get the idea, like, okay, well, I, clearly, they're not just going to stop me here. I have to find I have to find something, right? Like, I don't know if it's going to be written on a wall or whatever, or, you know, maybe I have to get a time shift stone over here, which is actually the right, the right thinking. Um, but, you know, you explore the area a little bit more, and you'll find that, the uh there's a sign that basically says this is you know there's i don't remember if there's another mining area there's like a special program that's been going on in this area but it's locked up to, to anyone who's not you know an ancient robot or an employee or whatever it's basically you're only allowed to go through if you have permission from Lanayru. so you 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 know go take a left from that sign go down a little little ways and you'll see that below where Lanayru's Len- bones rest there's a key that I guess he dropped somewhere in his in his dying moments uh, on a platform below him. You can take your uh, your little beetle and you can send it down there and it'll grab that key for you, no problem. And you can, so you, you can't drop down onto it like Spider-Man, though. This game really does not make you feel like Spider-Man. <laughs> no, no, not not at this part. But yeah, so you get the key that's down in the down in the crevasse and. Uh yeah, you can take it over to what is essentially a time shift gauntlet. Like this this part of the game, it was so cool, but it, it's so continuous and they throw you like one obstacle after another. Basically, you activate a time shift stone and it starts this journey and it goes through vale and and mountain just all across like it goes around this entire area that just gives you all kinds of uh past enemies to fight. It's time to play Skyward Sword Fall Guys Season 1. <laughs> right? It's pretty good. I felt like I had learned how to play this game well when I was doing this section. Because there were there were times when the time shift stone was going through and you have to time where you're climbing on vines and stuff like that. And, you know, you go through, you have to fight off some uh, some Beemos and some Technoblins and stuff. It's just, I wanna- it's really good. It felt really intense, and at this whole time, the fact that you're able to kind of manage it, I did. I did get left behind by the cart once, and that didn't feel good. the The cart came up to a door that I couldn't get through, and it stopped. Right, which is unusual. There are not many stopping points on this on this path. But you go over and you 
pull a little, like you, you run up the wall and pull a lever and it's really simple and the door opens up and the cart goes through. And of course I was streaming the game at this point. So I go and I turn to chat and I'm like talking to chat thinking, oh yeah, I have a minute here to breathe. And the cart goes through and the door shuts behind the cart. <laughs> and I just had to wait for, for the present day to clear out the future bubble and Link just sank into the sinking sand. And I was like, Oof. well, there we go. <laughs> there's there there's the doom of Hyrule right there. So, uh, but other other than that, I was actually able to get through pretty well. I want to give a word of warning to uh, to all the poor saps like me and Fonz who have a Wii remote. Please, before doing this area or at least getting to the cave, that you make sure that your Wii remote is calibrated so that it's pointing at your sensor bar. Because if you're having the problem like me, like. The last episode where your Wii remote is pointing weast when it's pointing straight <laughs> and you're trying to hookshot the vines in time in the cave to make sure that you don't fall behind from the thing, but your Wii remote's pointing weast and you turn west because you have to turn your thing and then Link does like six 360s because he's not recognizing that he's actually pointing <laughs> straight and your Wii remote's just spinning because you're not calibrated so you take the batteries out and try to get it ca- Just make sure it's calibrated. <laughs> Or you're gonna struggle in the caves because for some reason, like I don't know, it was like the way I'm sitting or something, but like it, it was, it keeps thinking that my Wii remote is pointing west. So when, when it's you straight, see the time shift stone before you start the gauntlet, calibrate your Wii remote. Pretty much, it's like or make play, sure it's play the HD version. <laughs> yeah, or get a or get a Switch controller. Yeah, if you're a member of the bourgeoisie, go ahead and do that. <laughs> no, it's all good. I'm bougie boy. <laughs> so- so yeah, so we get we get around this big circle and eventually you get that time shift stone back to back to where Lineru is. It'll go and sit right in the middle of the big circle and it'll like shut off and then turn back on tenfold and cover the, the whole area around you. And our friend Lineru luckily is alive in the past. So barely he, he pops back up. Yeah, he's still on the ground. He doesn't really like pop up into the air. He's still he's still where his bones are. And he's he's sick, man. He's coughing up a lung. It's like I, you're probably here for the song, but uh, seeing that you you know you you, you got the look of the hero or whatever. But the weirdest thing, gotta, my vocal cords turned into tadpoles. <laughs> <laughs> basically, basically, I've been coughing on tadpoles this whole time. <laughs> no, he's uh, but he is sick. He's got this mean cough, and it looks like he's not long for this world. And so he's like, you know, the robots were on this uh this goal to try to grow a a tree of life over over there in that little area they're trying to help me out but you know at this point i don't i don't think it's gonna work the thing's not really growing the, the ground's not really great over here and so you take this as your hint you go you can go over there because right now it's not covered by the time shift stone but you can see this big dead tree so if you head on over you can you know shift time and you find there are some uh some robots some ancient robots who are trying to plant a seed sitting there on the ground and they're trying to make sure that it's watered or whatever and um it's just got a little sprout like it's not even close to being a tree let alone growing fruit so you can straight up steal it <laughs> and the little robot would be like hey why what are you doing with that he's like wait unless you unless you intend to help are you help are you here to help and you can like be like yeah i'm here to help he's like oh okay great 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 all right if you can figure out a good way to get that thing to grow go for it so you take the seed yeah it was pretty good when he turns around, he's like, whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, you're helping? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, <laughs> well, I wasn't going to get this thing to grow. <laughs> you probably have a better shot. <laughs> it's like, all right. 
so I mean, this is the seed to the tree of life. So you you know, it, clearly it's important. I don't see many trees of life anywhere in this game. So and so, where do we go with everything that's important? Right to Groose. <laughs> man, and Groose will still be sitting there like, man, this 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 soil is so fertile, man. This <laughs> anything if we just put it there. Um, I didn't try this, but I know that if you do, if you try to plant a seed in the present day. Um, I don't know if it's Fee that tells you or if the game just pops up a screen of Link thinking to himself or what. But basically, it's like, yeah, that's not really going to do much there like that. Why would you? Like, don't do that. So so you grab it. You go to the past. And you can plant it in the, you know, the, the, the Temple of Hylia, as it's called in the past. Um, you know, it has the same same little grove with the same little hole in the ground. And you can go plant it back there and then come back to the future slash present. And uh, it will be a full tree with one fruit on it. And it looks a lot like a mango. A giant mango. It's a big mango. <laughs> it's a big, it it's like a, a mango. 200 fruit smoothies what? with that, baby. <laughs> yeah. One one thing I found, I went looking into this because, you know, tree of life. I'm like, that's that's a common thing. Like, tree of life isn't, like, this is probably took some inspiration from somewhere. And um, so I went looking, and I mean, obviously, you know, there's a biblical tree of life, but it's, that's not Yggdrasil. Yggdrasil is a is a is a good one. I don't know if Yggdrasil Yggdrasil I can't pronounce that word very well. Yggdrasil actually bears fruit. I know that it's like the world tree, right? Yeah. It's funny. The one that I actually found that I think this is taking from, um, in in uh, Taoism, in the Taoist belief system, hmm. uh, there is a a tree of life that is said to bear one fruit every 3,000 years. And it's like a fruit of that can heal any ailment, basically. A miracle fruit. And it's a peach. So it's not a mango. It's a peach. I approve. I guess. This is, of course, this is like a little wiki search. This isn't even, don't don't take my word for it. I'm not, um, I don't, I don't actually know very well. But from what I found, like that was the most similar thing to this, which, you know, I mean, it, I don't think that the time period is supposed to be 3,000 years based on that, but the fact that it is just one fruit and it is something that is supposed to cure the sickness of the dragon, that, that to me says that it was kind of inspired by that. So in I know in Old Norse, and this, this was a spiral that I took from a few years ago when I was naming Cinder, I got really big into North, Norse mythology, but uh, Mjönmjör, which is basically another name in old Nor- older Norse for our Yggdrasil, was a tree that bared fruit that for a pregnant woman, basically, to give better chances for fertility, essentially. Uh. And I think through time, that was like the older tale, Mimyar, and I think through time, the tree had been through tales and tales and tales, and it become Yggdrasil. And I don't know, I don't know anything about Yggdrasil, but I don't. I, I don't I, think the dragon's pregnant, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, he might be. Who knows? He did make little robot babies everywhere. So, I mean, Yggdrasil is is the giant tree in Norse mythology that all the worlds are like connected to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we take our uh, our mango of immortality over here. Woo. At which I mean, let me just say. We can pocket it. We don't. We don't need to get scrapper on this one for some reason. It's like bigger than we are, but we can just you know carry it like normal. Animal just, Crossing syndrome. Me, it's just a little bit, you know, a little bit bigger than a pinwheel. I gotta say, 
maybe maybe even a little bit bigger than a crystal ball. You know, I just okay. Listen, guys, I just feel like there's some other things we could have pocketed <laughs> that for some reason we needed scrapper for. I think we probably could have pocketed it all because it's a video game. And yeah, and you're gonna yeah, tell me there it is that Link can carry all the things in his adventure pouch and ten bombs, which are correct me if I'm wrong about about a radius of like two inches bigger than his own head and he's carrying 10 of them and you're telling me that i carry 15 okay so you have an even expanded (laughs) bomb bag and you're telling me that he couldn't even pick up the windmill like our fan thing that was that wasn't even that big come on now yeah i mean even if you had even if that was like oh no this is where we draw the line you could have like emptied your bomb pouch and then put the pinwheel in there with the there's now if this space, you know. If this yeah, was right? why if this was Ocarina of Time Link, uh, with the silver bracelets, he would have just picked up the water dragon's water basin, jumped to where he needed to <laughs> just <laughs> dumped it. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah honestly, like, there should just be a whole measure in the game of bombs. Like, if you like to carry this item, you will require five bombs of space. <laughs> Everything is equated wow. to bombs. It's like it's like is you get the you get the RE four like briefcase yes <laughs> organize it like oh I don't have any space in this briefcase so I'll get rid of some of these bombs it looks more like a professional Chinese checkers like briefcase though because it's just a bunch of circles wow <laughs> all right it's all bomb space man that's right bomb management yeah so we take this uh this mango in our pocket and we we get it. Back over to Linaru, like we, you know, we hit his hit his time shift stone, so we can come back to life again. Because you know, when you go and you, you can only have one time shift stone active at a time. Um, and when I went to go like bring the tree of life back, I looked over and saw his bones again and got sad. Yeah. So we can go bring him back from his bones, and uh, Link goes up with the fruit and literally does a. Uh, it's like the chain, like you know how you do like shot put, but you can do the one that has the chain on it and you spin it around and chuck it. I don't remember what the different, like what that one's actually called, but you sling this thing. Like Link spins it around and slings it up in the air and it's like a perfect arc. And the dude just like chomps down on it. And the whole time I'm sitting here, I'm like, yo, if you miss that mango is going down into the canyon. <laughs> right. It's not, it's not the best way to do this. You could have just handed it to him. But, you know, he eats it in one gulp and then has a big explosion of energy, just like he, you know, had a can of power thirst. Yes. And it's like, <laughs> this tastes amazing. It's like, it's energy for dragons. Dragonergy. It's, it's like, <laughs> drag energy. <laughs> You're going to sing all the songs. He's like, I'm going to sing this song for you now. It's like, like you got to, you, you know, cover your ears. Like, basically, like these, I, you know, these pipes got some sound to them. And like, you know, does his song super loud and, you know, it's our last piece of the song. So, yeah, he, uh, he, you know, if you talk to him again after this, he'll tell you like, hey, you know what? Come back here after you're done doing what you're doing. I'll have something for you. Basically a, a challenge for you. So, yeah. So we can go back to Skyloft. We can go back to the Thunderdome. Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. The Thunderhead. <laughs> Which is actually what it's called. And uh, Levius will finish this song for us. We'll, uh, you know, all the dragons show up in the cutscene too, and they all go around. They sing this. They all come together, and they all do this four-part counterpoint harmony. And 
and Link is kind of floating in space. Well, not space. It's like he's floating in the clouds for whatever reason. And Magic. And it's this whole big thing where they sing what is basically the Legend of Zelda overworld theme. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, the song of the hero, which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool that they did that. They made like an orchestrated version. None of, I will say that none of the the harmonies sound anything like it. No. <laughs> so up until this point, it doesn't sound anything like the Legend of Zelda theme. I think Levius's part is the part that actually sounds like it. So you won't hear that until you come back. And so you get it. And we're able to go to our next section, but I didn't, not yet. And that's, that's going to be what we cover in our finale episode. Yeah, we're going to um, save it. But there is one other thing that that's significant that you can do now. Yeah, um, like the other two areas, the other two areas had their side quests. This one, Lanayru has a side quest, but it's not for gratitude. It's for the Hylian Shield. You know it, you love it. You've used it in just about every other game. That you want to know? Zelda in the title. You want to know how excited I was? I, when I was playing with Cameron, I just immediately left after the whole Thunder Dragon song thing, and then I went right back. I didn't even go to Levius. I was like, you know, Levius, you can wait. You can wait. <laughs> you can Because I'm getting this shield. And I was on the thing with Cameron, like, playing these bosses, and I was like, oh, another one down. Got him in the dust. And I was like, oh, we're so close. We at five. We going to do this, Cameron. I just got one more. I just need one oh, yeah. for the shield. That's all I need. I'm I'm almost there, man. Woo, yeah. And I was like, six, that's it. And he's like, oh, you get a rare treasure. I was like, yeah, give me that shield. And then I quit. Oh, no. I quit. Oh, no. And I only got an evil crystal. What is that? What is the that? The rare treasure is not the shield. He'll tell you it's a ridiculously durable no, shield. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know it was eight. I thought it was six. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this again. When I, I was like, I'll, I'll get it another time. Um, I have a fully upgraded sacred shield. It's fine. Yeah, that's the weird thing about it. Because you get the fully upgraded sacred shield and you do not need a Hylian shield. Mm-mm. Like, there's no reason except that if you're not good at parrying, I guess, like, you can break a shield. Um, the goddess shield does heal itself, though. So if you just take a break, it'll usually be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I still wanted it because I like it. So I did go back and I, you know, I got the, I got the Hylian shield. I, I played again and got the heart piece because there's a different level for that, for that. And you'd only get one of the rewards at a time. Like they don't accumulate. So if you get one thing and you wanted one of the other rewards, you have to play it again. So that was rough. Now, let me ask you, let me ask you, Ryan, because the 12th reward is, you know, basically the game is just like, hey, you ever dreamed of being Elon Musk, but in a Zelda game? Well, now you can, because let's give you 9,999 rupees wow. if you win at 12. And I'm like, is okay. I, I ask you, is there a wallet that can hold that? Because right now I can, I'm only at like, I think 2,000. Um, Yes, but not until you... Do the thing with Petro. Oh, okay. Because he'll he'll give you the Tycoon wallet, and that thing holds a lot. It's like thousands of rupees. But um, but yeah, and, and before that, it would just fill up whatever wallet you had if you don't have that. So uh, one thing I'll say is you don't need that. There's no reason for that. I didn't need rupees when I did. Again, we went and I went to Lanayru. He calls it the lightning round, right? 
Um, cause it's just a boss rush basically that you can go do. It's great to relive all those moments, especially, you know, if you're getting towards the end of the game and, you know, you don't really want to play the whole game again. You just want to fight the bosses. You can just go back and do that whenever. That feels pretty cool. But yeah, I just, I just got the shield and the heart piece and I was like, all right, bye. Cause I, I you know, I've already bought everything from Beetle. There's no need for these rupees anymore. It's so late in the game that we really, after this, we have a silent realm, one dungeon, and then kind of the finale. So, so what do you need? What do you need at this point? Like, even getting the shield at this point feels kind of lame because I'm like, I got one dungeon to use this nice shield. Right. <laughs> like, I don't. It would have been nice if halfway through the game I could get this. I mean, or like, no. if you still haven't done all the things that you needed to do and you can, you still get the shield. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, like if I hadn't done any side quests at all, yeah. I'm sure it would have been nice to backtrack with a shield that, you know, I'd have to worry about. But but even then, it's it's just so late in the game. <laughs> Yo, uh, we haven't gone over it yet, but it's kind of like Breath of the Wild. The natural time you'd find the Hylian shield in Breath of the Wild would be like right before you beat Ganon. Because you wouldn't really want to go to his castle until you're ready, right? And that's where it is. Yeah. Yeah, Breath of the Wild is is a little bit better at that though i think and the only yeah, reason for like, that is, is like, like that a little bit yeah there's so much open land once you get the shield and beat ganon there's still so much of the game that you can do with the shield like beating ganon you can honestly beat him in like a few hours but yeah i mean the thing i remember is that in that game there's a bunch of um like in breath of the wild there's a bunch of npcs who will give you missions that involve going to the castle and like finding some random thing that doesn't necessarily involve fighting Ganon. Um, so there's a lot of encouragement to go and try to explore that area before you're actually ready to beat the game. So I, I don't, I mean, for me, I know I did, I went there probably once or twice before I actually intended to fight the boss just to, just to explore and try to find some stuff around the area. So, Hey Link, um, I was wondering. In that respect, you could get in pretty easy and get that shield earlier on than than the end of the game if you wanted to, you know. Yeah, I was just thinking because you said like there's side quests that people like ask you to retrieve things from Hyrule Castle, like the destroyed castle that happened a hundred years mm-hmm. ago, and I'm just thinking like some guy comes up to you, he's like, "Hey, I have a side quest for you, Link. My <laughs> grandma." had left her feather duster in the castle because she was the maid <laughs> and it's it's an heirloom that's been passed down for generations and how am I going to clean my house without this feather duster? Link, I need you to retrieve it. It should be somewhere in the great hall. Please! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what would you need from the castle? It's been a hundred years and destroyed. Like, so confused. Yeah, they're all like rumors and stuff. Like, one one dude's like, oh, there's, there's some knights outfit or something in there uh, you know i would really like to see what that looks like and someone else is like oh there's a recipe for some kind of dish in there <laughs> like i really would like to to see what that is and then I, I think someone might even call out that there's a shield there but i don't i don't know a bunch of people just want to see stuff that's in there that has been rumored to be there <laughs> interesting yeah right, well i think yeah, that so that wraps it up right that covers it yeah i, I mean yeah, I mean, this is like been a pretty short episode, honestly. Uh, so next next time we hop on here, we will be talking about the end of the game, including the ending of Betro's story. So, uh, you know, we'll be covering the last Silent Realm. We'll be covering the last uh, 
the last dungeon and the last boss. And it's the last gross update. The last yeah, I should be like, it's, the, it's gonna be the last gross update, man. So sad. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna be wrapping up that that particular legend. Um man, it's it's gonna be sad going through all these other games that don't have Groose in them. Groose Chris. We'll we'll find a we'll find a way to carry on. We just have to uh, find a no Groose one. equivalent in every Zelda game. I don't think there is one. That's the thing. Groose is such a one of a kind he is. NPC. It's so good. He's just guest on in a Zelda game with more dynamic. That's it. No, uh-huh. he started out as just Gaston. That's the thing. <laughs> if you remember Gaston, he just got worse and worse until he died. No, no, like, I know. Guy, That's why I said more dynamic. He's only been getting better. Yeah. Development. He has a heart. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's the best. There'll never be another one like Bruce. Anyway. Uh so yeah, uh we you know, at this point this this episode is going to be airing right at the start of January. The third, January third. So I hope you had a happy New Year's. Hope your holidays went well. You know, next next episode will will be our finale, uh, and then after that we'll be jumping into our next game, which uh, I guess just to announce it here will be a link to the past. Got some cool things lining up. I think we might be able to have some guests on for a few of our episodes. So look forward to that. I'm still coordinating that a little bit. So nothing. I don't want to announce anything yet because nothing's set in stone. But uh, really looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, we will we will catch you on the next one. Um, if you want to reach out to us, talk about the game, any theories or fun observations or what have you, uh, you can use our email, any of the social medias that we're on to send us a message. But yeah, uh, we will we will hopefully hear from you and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Watch Power Thirst. Did you get all that? <laughs> <laughs>